Hey, what's up everybody and welcome back to another Lair Picking up right where we left off, we're gonna go jump right back into the pie case tutorial. So here we are. This is where we left off. We have a cross-section analysis here of our two pieces. And the next steps is to really just kind of create these cutouts uh, for the various components here. So let's actually turn off the case and take a look at the PCB. So the things that we want to expose here, obviously all the buttons, and the display. We also have some extra components here. So we have a we have five NeoPixels that are going across the bottom of the display. And if we look up here, take a note right there. It says A7, that's analog pin seven. That is a light sensor. So this little light sensor here can detect the different variables of light. And you can do things like maybe dim the screen or affect gameplay with that light sensor. So it's probably a good idea to expose it. Some other things that we're gonna have to do is create a nice notch to uh, to access the on-off switch and the micro USB port, which is right up there, right up on this edge of PCB. Also, you notice that the on-off switch has this really cool chamfered edge here. It's a bit of a notch. We're kind of gonna uh, uh, riff off of that shape and create this bigger notch that'll act that'll give us uh, enough clearance uh, for the USB ports. So if we turn the case on, you can see that. There is a good amount of material and distance uh, between the edge of the case and the edge of the PCB. So we're gonna create that notch too. But first starting off, let's go ahead and create some cutouts for our top section. So for the top section, come here into the browser, right click, activate, because I want to make sure that I'm sketching in that component. Let's go ahead and drop it open. Take a look at all the stuff. We just have one, one sketch so far. So I'm going to just click on this surface and start sketching right away. So I'll create sketch and then uh, I'll start projecting in some edges here. So I want to start off with this, uh, the D-pad. So the D-pad is four different buttons that are in this configuration. And what I'll do is I actually don't need to project in all the edges, just two of them. So I'll click on this edge here and I'll start the projection. Um, the projection uh, right here. You can use uh, the sketch shortcuts or you can hit P on your keyboard or you can find through it in the top menu. Okay, so I got that one first one and then I'll have the opposite on the back here. I'll have this this edge right there and then I'll hit OK. And that's really all I need for creating this kind of cutout. Instead of using the edges from these two buttons, I can just use um, the dots here, which I'll show. So what I'll do is grab my line tool and I'll start drawing this kind of diamond shape. It doesn't have to be accurate yet because we're gonna fully define it once we create our, our lines. And then that one there, okay, cool. Okay, so the first thing I'll do is let's get this oriented right. And what I'll do is I'll bring up my, um, my parallel tool here in the constraints. And I'm gonna say you need to be parallel with that. And then let's do the opposite uh, projected edge. So we'll say I want this edge to be parallel with that edge. Cool, so that's looking good. So now that all we need to do is to the opposite edges. Now what we need to do is uh, uh, say you need to be perpendicular with the edges that are already um, parallel. So that one, this one, and this one. It says it's over constraint and that's that makes sense because it already has a constraint. So this one and this one will be parallel. And there you go, now they're all nice and parallel with each other. The next thing to do is to add those dimensions. So let's get the dimension tool and say, how much distance do we want from this to this? We kind of need some gap. So let's go ahead and just click on the gap. Uh, that's a pretty interesting tip here is if you don't want to type anything um, and if you have a, a, a reoccurring value or a reoccurring 
uh, user parameter, it'll show up in this little uh, drop down here. So I just clicked on uh, gap so I don't have to type it in. But I do have to hit enter. Yeah. All right, so then looking at this one here, we can see, uh, well, there's no line here, right? Well, we don't need one. We can just say, I want to dimension this line away from this point, right? And that way I can just leverage that one line that has those two points as opposed to having to create a whole new one. Again, I'm using that little trick here where I hit the dot, drop down and just select gap and I, I put enter. Uh, and then this one over here, we can use the line. Same thing, click on the arrow, gap, enter. Cool, well, we have one left to do, right? This guy over here. So let's rotate our cells. And again, we don't have a line, but we do have a dot. So let's go ahead and say dimension this line to this dot. Going this way, gap, enter. Sweet, so we have that now. Excellent, so the gap now is um, easily changeable. If we wanna add more to it, reduce a little bit, we can totally do that. All right, so I have that ironed out. The next thing is to get this uh, the start button up here. So uh, we need to project some of the edges. Again, we're gonna kind of do the same thing. We don't need to project all of the edges, just the top one and this bottom one there. Hit okay. Sweet, so instead of using the line tool, we could just use the two point rectangle. So I'll just kind of sketch it somewhere over here. No dimensions yet, so dimension this line to this line here. Again, with the little arrow drop down, gap, enter. This guy over here, it can go either with this dot or this dot. It kind of doesn't matter because they're kind of the same. So I'll hit gap on that one. And then let's kind of rotate around. And then we'll do these two lines over here. So we got this dimension and this line. Ooh, sometimes you can hit some other things because it's uh, the selection here is saying like select through stuff. Select through which you might not want, but in this case, I'm just gonna click on the edge again, and then click on the projected edge again. And just try really careful where you place that. You wanna place that correctly. Okay, gap, enter. All right, last one here. This and this dot. Again, be careful where you drop your projected, uh, where you drop your dimension, because it might click on something else underneath. But you can, again, turn that section, uh, you can turn the, uh, selection filters to not select through, but sometimes I do like to select through, so I'm just gonna leave that on. All right, we have that button there, and that has that nice gap across all all four uh, lines. And now we can work on the next one here. So again, I'm gonna do the same stuff. I'm gonna project in the uh, the top and the bottom edges. So over here and over here. Okay. All right. Let's bring up our two-point rectangle. And then looking at the top there, just gonna sketch it out like that, okay? Bring up our dimension tool, this guy, and this point. Triangle, gap. Um, one interesting thing I'll say is that um, I, because I'm using the space mouse, I am trying to change my workflow a little bit, so for creating a sketch and creating the projection, I normally type this stuff out on my keyboard, but because my hand is on the space mouse, I'm trying to find out the, the <laughs> trying to make it so that I, I use the keyboard as least as possible. So using the extra buttons on my mouse is one way to do that. You do have extra buttons on my mouse and I really don't utilize them much. So I figured, hey, why not start 
what are the most common things you do is well the sketch short the the sketch shortcuts and uh, the dimension tool. So I have two keys uh, set to open this up. So I can pretty much access anything without having to touch the keyboard, which is pretty neat. All right, so I have that piece up there. Next one is to do the display. Let's go ahead and do that display. So for the display, I'm just going to, well, do the same thing where I project only two edges. Uh, project this one. So I'll take the top one and the bottom one. So that is all I have to project from the display. And then I can do another two-point rectangle, starting from the top here, and then going to the bottom corner like that. Sweet. So let's kind of rotate around here and get our dimensions in there. So I'll dimension this edge to this point. I just want to zoom in closer. <laughs> there we go. Do the little drop-down arrow, click gap, hit enter. And let's do this edge, edge to edge, gap, enter. Let's zoom out, flip ourselves over, because we just need to focus on this corner here. And that should be good. OK, and then we'll do this edge to this edge, gap it out, enter, and then this edge to this point. It's a gap, enter. Cool, that defined the whole rectangle. Excellent. Now we're going to have to take a consideration on this button here. This button here is so close uh, to the to the ribbon that we pretty much should just kind of draw right on this edge. So cool thing about that is when I draw on this edge, it'll kind of constrain it to there already, or at least this line here. So watch, click this, I'll bring it out somewhere here. So now that edge there has a constraint set to it, so it won't move from there. It'll kind of stay locked to that, as you can see there. Cool, so now all we gotta do is project this edge and this edge up here. Hit okay. And we'll dimension out this bottom here to this edge. Drop down, gap, enter. And then this guy over here, from here to this edge. Let's set that gap. Alright, now that leaves us is with this and this dot here, this point. Gap. And uh, cool, so that's looking good. Let's go ahead and project in the next button. So change my tool to project this one, Ooh. this one, and this one. Cool. Let's look at it a little bit from top down. Let's get our two-point rectangle. And down here, I'm really liking this uh, this new workflow. As I was saying. Um, Using those extra buttons on my mouse, pretty much a klutz for not using it sooner. <laughs> the space mouse kind of said, "Hey, you need to you need to change up your workflow, son. It's a little too slow." So I like I like this new one. Cool. Again, there's always so many things to so many ways to do the same thing, but uh, this one's working out for my hands here. That's, uh, and then this point over here. Oh, I did the wrong point. All right, gap. This might be the last one for the buttons anyway. Let's take a look at the zoom out. Cool. All right, well, we're missing that light sensor. I can't see the light sensor, so I'm going to have to turn off our body. That's inside the top one. And what I'll do is I'll bring up my projection tool. And let's zoom into that 
What I'm going to do is I'm gonna just going to project in this uh, the circle here, sort of the circle uh, that's drilled out in the PCB. I think that'll work out. And hit OK. All right. Is there any other? Yes. The other components that we need to work with is the NeoPixels. So let me get in here and get a look at the piece, at the pixels. It's a little difficult to see it because it's in this ghosted mode. But that's fine. So I want to project in this edge, which is like uh, the last uh, pixel going uh, to the right side. So project this edge. And then the opposite pixel over here, on further to the left, we're projecting that edge. Sweet. So now I have those. So I can zoom out and then hide the PCB because it's, uh, it's a little bit hard to see. And uh, now I'm going to create a rectangle that's going to encompass these two edges here that we projected from the NeoPixels, right? So I'll use the two-point rectangle, start from the top corner, go down to the bottom corner. Now, because there is, uh, let me see here, we're going to do a dimension. I'm actually going to dimension this edge to this edge. Instead of using gap, I'm going to put in a bigger value. I'm going to put in two millimeters. And the reason being, because this right here, these two corners, I'm going to fillet them out. So I'm going to add a giant fillet. And when that fillet gets in there, you kind of want a little bit more clearance than just the gap, because you'll actually be kind of cutting into the, uh, to the actual uh, NeoPixel element, the body of it. So uh, let's uh, change this tool because I need to actually push this further out and then I can apply the dimension. And then the number was two, okay? Uh, so now for the bottom and the top, uh, projecting it away from the dots here, the points, this will have a gap because we're not adding a fillet there. So gap that out and dimension this out with the gap. Oh, there we go. And enter. All right, so we have that. Now, ooh, yeah, that's good. Everything, uh, those are good. So what should we do about this guy? I'm thinking, should we add a offset? Or should we just cut it directly like that? We might want to create an offset. Um, so what I'll do is I'll hit the O key and then click on that. And how much of an offset? Probably something like that. So I'll say gap. That's a that's an okay one, and then I'll select the projected edge, and then I will hit uh, the X key because that'll create um, that'll turn that into construction line there, so it's not it's not uh, selectable, uh, it's not intersecting the the profile, so it's just one profile entity as opposed to two. Uh, let's make the extrusion a little bit easier. So that's it for the uh, for the cutouts. Remember that notch we were talking about for the switch and the micro speed? That's going to be on a separate sketch, and I'll show you why in a minute. So now that we have this guy, I'm going to go ahead and bring up my extrusion tool. Let's say the letter E. <laughs> and I'll select my uh, profile entities. So this one, these guys, this, this, and don't forget that circle. Excellent. All right, so for the distance, it's going to be, uh, it looks like it's going up for positive values. Yeah, so I'm going to go negative thickness. And that is the thickness uh, user parameter that we're using for the top and the bottom of those solid walls. So not the walls, but the, the floors, the panels. So there we go. So there is our cuts. Let's go ahead and activate the main component, the main root of the document, and turn on the PCB. And we can get a good look at our exposed components. Sweet. So that gap there is just slightly 
um, apparent when you look at it top down, but when you print it out, it's pretty flush because of the way the printing um, expands. So I was talking about that fillet. So if we look at this edge here, let me hide this window. And then if I click on this guy here, you can see at the bottom, it gives us the length of 4.3. So I'll bring up the fillet tool with the hotkey F and then I can select these, uh, these guys, the thing won't go away. The, uh, there we go, now it goes away. Use your space mouse. And then uh, I'll, I'll select these edges here. So the, uh, the total length of the edge was 4.3. So when you're working with fillets, instead of putting 4.3, when you divide that by two, it gives us the radius, and now we have a super flush circular fillet. And uh, I'll hit okay. So there you go. So if we didn't have that two millimeter um, distance between these guys, your your circle would pretty much cut into this guy here. So that's why it's two instead of just gap. But that looks good. Now we can see our uh, NeoPixels. Very cool. We could also diffuse this with a second layer if we wanted to. That'd be interesting. But as long as we keep the brightness low, it should be fine. Sweet. So this is. Uh, let's go ahead and start naming our stuff. So these are um, the cuts. And this is um, the shell. Cool. That's pretty much it. All right. So now I want to create that notch, right? That's going to cut this. It's going to cut through this and this. So it has to cut through the bottom and the top. So in order to do that, I'm going to create the sketch inside the main case component. That's the parent component that has the top and the bottom inside of it. Uh, and when I create the sketch in the case component, It'll give me the flexibility of being able to cut through both of the objects, which is nice. So let's do that now. Um, I'm going to hide the top and the bottom just so I can see the uh, the notch in the USB port. So let's look at it from this orientation because that's kind of how we're going to sketch it. And where do we want to sketch it? Uh, right on this, this plane here. It, I don't have to create any offsets or anything because uh, it's it's kind of doesn't matter because it's going to be on the same plane. So, all right, I'm going to project in uh, this edge. Actually, let's look at it this way. Yeah, so this this and this edge, I want to project those in, and then I'll grab a bit from the uh, the micro USB port. Let's see if I can grab something from there. Up, oh, I'm looking at it from a, a wrong way or wrong orientation. It's kind of hard to see it with the ghosted view, but uh, here we are. How about this this line? Let's project that in. It's not exactly close to the PCB, but it's close enough. I just need that as a visual reference because I can't. I don't want to keep this open um, as I create that notch. I'm look at it from this way to looking at it top down. All right, so I need to create some lines now. And let's hide you PCB. All right, so I need to create some lines. Let's look at it from the top, just straight down like that, so it's orthographic. And I'll create my line. I'm going to create a line that connects from this point and go outwards. I want that constraint of parallel, so I want that there. I don't have a fixed uh, height, uh, a fixed length yet, so I'm just going to click that. And I'll hit OK. I just want that one line. Okay. Now what I want to do is I want to create a a line that connects this point to that point. A small slight problem there is that uh, there is a little bit of of a, of a distance of a they're not exactly straight with each other. So what I'll do is I'll create this line here. And then I will, since I'm already creating another line, I'll go ahead and connect that one there. 
Then using the parallel constraint, I'll make this line parallel with that connecting line there. That we have a nice, uh, nice and straight um, connection going on. So this is flowing pretty nice. Now all I need to do is just kind of create a line that goes from this point all the way out like that. However, I need it to be a, a perfect um, degree. So I'll bring up my dimension tool and then apply a dimension from this to this and give it 135 uh, as a value for the, for the degree. So 135 degrees, that looks nice and flush. Now I wanna create this uh, as a entity. So I need to close this uh, profile. So bringing up the line tool, all I gotta do is connect this dot, this point to this point. Cool, now I can constrain this with the horizontal vertical constraint and then just click on that line so it's nice and straight. Um, and then I can say, let's do a dimension. And I'll say I want this to be a certain distance from that. How much? Let's say eight. Cool, so now I have a, a profile entity that is selectable and that can, uh, that can be used for an extrusion. So let's go ahead and turn on our top and then our bottom and we can get a look at how it what what it's covering, right? So you can see where it is. It's not exactly on the top here, and it's not exactly on the bottom here. But that doesn't matter because when we start creating our extrusion, we can just use the uh, the uh, symmetric um, distance. So let's uh, start extruding that out with it selected. I'll change the direction from one-sided to symmetric, and then I can just bring this up like that. Maybe for distance, we can say uh, hmm. Say all, does that work? Yeah. And then for the operation set the new body, I'm gonna cut, so I'll create cut. And then you can see that it's the extent to set to all, which is a parametric way to say, um, whatever you see in, in here, make cut it. So that gives me a perfect cut. So if I ever change the thickness of the case, the height of the case, um, this will update too, because the extent is set to all. Well, let's hit okay. And there's our giant cut our notch. Now there's a problem here. Fusion had a, a massive, what is that? I don't know why it's saying that. You cut perfectly, what's wrong? It says extrude file. I don't understand why that didn't work. I mean it worked, but it still gave me an error? That's bizarro. Let's bring up the sketch again. Click. Maybe it's because it was set to all? Distance all, direction symmetrical, cut, objects to cut, one and two. What's what's the problem? Are you guys seeing this? What is, what are you talking about? The termination entity might not be fully intersected with the tool body? So perhaps that is a bug of some sort. Let's go ahead and instead of using the all extent, we're just gonna have to use a, a fixed value because I believe that might be the issue. It's just, I don't know, just something threw it off. So we'll change that to cut and hit okay. And now we don't have an error. Hmm, that is bizarro land. Well, we'll have to keep that in mind that this isn't parametric right here. Um, hmm, that's very bizarro.
Well, we know now that that's a uh, issue when you're cutting two different components. Something like that is a bit of an issue. That is very odd, but hey, we found out about it and how to fix it. Just uh, use a fixed number. That's fine. All right, well, if we bring back the PCB, we can get a look at this. And uh, let's go ahead and activate the whole component. And you see we have a little bit of a of a of a opening here, <laughs> quite a bit big of opening. Uh, so what we can do is we can kind of create a wall here that will extrude upwards and kind of close this off. But we don't want to close it too much because we still need to expose the USB and the on-off switch. So what we can do is I'll select the bottom component. It's going to gray out all the other stuff. Give me a good look at this. And what I'll do is I want to I want to create an offset here on this on just these a uh, couple of these lines and then extrude them up to create that wall. So I'll select that. And let's create a sketch right over that. Cool. And then I'll start projecting in the edges that I want. So I want, let's go ahead and hide the PCB because this is a little bit to look through. And let's go ahead and hide the top because I still have to look through it. So I want to project in this, these, these series of lines that kind of create the opening. And even this line and that line. I'll hit OK. Actually, I'll delete that line. I don't think I need that line or this line. So why not? All right, so now that we have this line selected, if you double click it, it'll select the whole loop. And what I'll do is I'll hit the O key for an offset. Now it's going that way, I need to go the opposite direction, so it's gonna be a negative value. How much? Well, I have a parameter set to shell, which is 1.5, and that's gonna be consistent with all the sh with all the walls that are in this design. Now you'll see that, it, that there's an opening here, it didn't go all the way out. So there is a tool that can help us extend this out all the way to the closest uh, thing here. So, so we can do that with the sketch toolbox and then type in EXT for extend. And now we can extend this out. Actually, no, we can't because there's nothing to intersect with it. So we should have projected those lines there. So I'll hit that one, bring up the extent, extend tool, and that should extend that out there. Perfect. Cool. Now we need to do the same on this edge. Project this guy. Hit OK. And then I need to bring up the S and then type it in. EXT, extend, and then extend that out. Cool. Now that makes it a profile that I can select. Um, I must be in a different tool. Let me hit the select tool. There we go. And now we can extrude that piece out. How far do we need to go is the question. So I'll bring back my PCB. Well, let's just start the extrusion command. So it gets me out of the sketch. Now I can turn on the, the PCB to get a look at it and start extruding it out. Oh, it looks like it could just be flush. Yeah, it could just be flush with, uh, with this whole thing. So hit OK. Yeah, that's good. Now the switch still has, because the switch is so thin, there's still a little bit of gap. We can even do a measurement. We can say, uh, what is, how much is, uh, how much distance is from the top of that component to the top of this wall here? It's about one and a half millimeters and some change. <laughs> so we can, uh, we can create a little, ex we can create a little fun here. So with the body component selected, I'll select this top area and then sketch right on top of that. Then what I'll do is I'll uh, 
I'll select that again and basically project in all those edges. I think that's the simplest way to do that. And then all I really need to do is create a, a line that intersects uh, this, this piece here. I can add a dimension to it to say how much distance do I want from any one of these points. Let's pick that one and say maybe five to round it off. And then also uh, one over here somewhere. So we can, uh, let's see if we turn on the top, we can get a look at where we need to create that. So I guess I can do from here to here. Mm, let me see. actually want to go straight across so let's turn off the top because we don't want to intersect uh, the top portion of it I'm just control Z -ing. I actually want this to come straight across like this yes that's correct and now that gives us a little section that we can mess with this little section here that we just kind of chiseled out we can extrude that and give it that 1.5 since it's 1.5 we could also put just shell because that is the same value and hit okay that looks cool another thing i want to do to it let's take a look at it yeah you got just enough of clearance to kind of keep that down in there i want to create some chamfered edges to really go with that um that degree so that's a chamfer right yeah so that's uh the shell we'll also do one over here look at that so that gives us those really nice chamfered edges. So when I turn on the main case, actually let's turn on the whole document and get a good look there. Is anything intersecting? No. There should be enough clearance. There's a tiny little gap there, which is perfect. And then uh, if I turn on the top, you can see what we're closing. Now we have a little bit of uh, opening here, but I think that's fine. If we could try to close it in, but I, I, I'm living with it. I think it's cool. So if we zoom out, that is looking good. That's looking like a notch. And we have our exposed components over here. We still need to expose the reset button on the back. We could also add some speaker holes and things. Uh, but we'll work through that. That's pretty much a good stopping point for a part three. In the part three, we can start doing the snap fit features. We gotta be a little bit uh, smart with it on this edge so we're gonna have to create some snap fit features that have some custom lengths because uh, these two are different lengths uh, for the left and the right sides however we can just use a mirror so once we apply it to one side we just mirror it to the other side that's gonna work out pretty good well let's go ahead and save our stiff and obviously you want to add a better comment than that but hey well that's gonna be it for me folks if you have any questions on anything we covered please drop them in the uh, in the comment section below if you have any cool tips drop those too it'll help me out and other folks too thank you guys so much for watching I hope you're enjoying this little mini series until next time remember to make a great day bye folks